I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast for beauty lovers by beauty lovers. I am your host today, the unprofessional beauty lover, Lindsay Kelk. So unprofessional today that I have been sat here waiting to record this. From gonna conservatively say 20 minutes, uh, but there's been a fun helicopter circling our house. Um, not looking for me, as far as I know. Could be looking for one of the cats. Who knows? They, they are terribly behaved children. Um, and I've been waiting to start recording to talk to you without helicopter-based interruptions, but it seems that that is not going to be an option. So I really hope that you can't hear Mr. Helicopter. I will try and be as entertaining as I can be um, without the added interruption because I am so excited about today. You guys, you guys, I'm so excited. Um, today we have a chat with someone I have admired for so long and I don't want to be weird about it but I think now we might be best friends. Um, but I was given the opportunity to speak to Jenna Lyons for this week's episode. So. I'll do a proper introduction when we get closer to the interview, but um, for those of you who don't know Jenna, for those very few of you whose name isn't familiar, um, the name isn't familiar, Jenna was president of the J. Crew Group um, for basically ever, I believe is, is technically the term. And when I first moved to America, it was like such a big thing for me. I didn't really know where to go shopping and stuff. And I always loved clothes. And I was like, oh, what do I do? Like, I don't know what I'd do if I can't just go to Topshop. And J. Crew was a real saving grace for me. And the, the J. Crew style guide more than anything else. Like, I, I loved Jenna's style tips. I loved her style, her personal style that echoed through the store um, and through all of the brands that she uh, managed. Um, and she managed the company and the creative side of things. So, like, she's basically a legend. Uh, to many, 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 many people, including me. So I was really excited to talk to her about her latest venture, which is an eyelash brand called Love Scene. Now that might seem like a, a, a left swerve to some of you, but you will hear all about that, why and how she came to be running this company and creating this product when we get to the chat. Um, and also we'll talk a little bit more about the lashes and about Love Scene when we get there. But before we do that, new news, got to do some new news. Um, There's a fair bit, there is a fair bit, there's stuff going on. Products keep coming out, can you even believe it? I want to start with a brand that's new to me called Undone Beauty. Uh, now they sent us a bunch of products, obviously full disclosure, we will always full disclosure disclose things. Um, They sent us a bunch of products to try and I tried them and I wanted to give you a review of my trying them. Um, because when I first tried them, I was like, well, this is okay. But then this is the thing, isn't it? We always have to review things. And I think this goes across everything that we use is does it do what it says it does? And Undone Beauty, the thing that I actually really like about Undone Beauty is it's not trying to be something it isn't, if that makes sense. It is all about minimalist beauty. It's about getting the job done. It, they don't use retouched photos in their campaigns. It's all about just making life easy 
and getting it done and um, even though it's called undone uh, and I do actually really respect that now what I'm gonna say is this is not a brand for beauty obsessed people like I mean this is thing realistically I'm like I know it's not a brand that's for me this is not a brand for someone who's gonna spend three hours in a Sephora trying to get the exact right shade and coverage of foundation um, because they've got the time and the inclination to do so it is for someone who wants to get their makeup on get out the door and go about their day uh, and with that in mind I actually really liked it I did a full face uh, I used the um, unfoundation matte tint which I really liked it's a very it's very light coverage which it says again it says it so I can't be mad at it um but it's really pretty at a really pretty finish it's vegan and cruelty free which we love the lip to cheek palettes I really really like they're really nice it gives me a real um Stila convertible color vibe I think that is such a win the Floor Lush Brow, uh, they sent me two shades and neither of them were perfect for me, but um, the Dark Brown, which I use a very light hand, that was pretty great um, for my eyebrows, which I need a very ashy tone, a very dark, not dark because I'm blonde, but like I need an ashy, ashy, ashy tone in my brow product. So if I use a very light hand with the pen, that was great. And the Little Brow um, Pomade gel that's on the other end because it's a double-ended product which makes it a real value for money win um that was great that was fantastic that was too dark for me but as a product that does what it's supposed to do I thought it was fantastic I like the lip gloss I have a watermelon lip gloss which I've actually been wearing a lot um I enjoyed that and my favorite product I have to say my absolute favorite would you even believe it was the water highlighter um and it's one of those highlighter sticks that feels cooling on application so it, it's it's called water highlighter for a reason very high water content and it feels cooling on the skin and I absolutely loved it I, I tried it on Instagram the other day and people were like what is this what is this where can we get this and it was so good um so yeah check out Undone Beauty for sure their website is undone-beauty.com and they're in Target here in the States which is great uh and another great thing about the brand is they give back which we all enjoy because you know most people most not most people but most corporations most businesses could if they wanted to and they really do uh, they're running a campaign at the minute where they're giving nurses and essential workers free undone beauty for a year which is amazing uh so we love that so yeah undone beauty check it out if you're looking for something very low-key something very easy something that isn't you know it's not full beat it's not going to the club with the makeup all up in your face says Nana uh, but it is really pretty easy daytime just get it done makeup um, and I respect that so thank you for sending us that undone beauty another item we have received this week which I've had a lot of questions about from you guys like have you had it have you had it have you tried it is it good I haven't tried it yet so that's I'm disclosing before we start I haven't tried it but we have received it and we will test it and that is the new Urban Decay Naked Palette the Wild West palette, also 100% vegan. This is a nice trend today. Um, yeah, this is this is a palette uh, from Urban Decay um, and it's their new naked palette. I'm not sure what's especially naked about it, but don't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. Um, but 
I my biggest problem with this is that it's called Wild West because I was like, ooh, is it gonna be like cowboys and cowboys and hats and and horses and lassos and it'll be fun. Um, and it's actually like more desert inspired. So it's uh, endless sand dunes, evergreen succulents, and glittering night skies. And it's got like a snakeskin effect on the lid of it. Um, there's some really pretty greens and some sparkles and some very earthy ground tones, um, which are really pretty. The Cowboy Rick is a very shimmery pewter that I'm very interested in, like a silvery glittery gorgeousness um it feels more desert to me than wild west uh like it like it feels like arizona i guess that is the west um feels like that kind of a thing but wild west i guess was catchier because when i think of wild west correct me if i'm wrong i think of will smith and the wiki wiki wild wild west um and again cowboys and texas and horses and hats uh, and you know, shoot them out, shoot them up, and draw your pistols in the town square. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It just it seems like a, the name seems like a disconnect from the palette. Which the color story I really like. Actually, I think it's fresh and new, and the greens make it fresh and it gives it a pop. And I'm interested in it. Now I haven't tried it yet. Been a lot of questions. I've seen a lot of people writing lately about the quality of Urban Decay and how that has changed over the years. So I'm intrigued to give it a try. Um, but to me, it will now and forever be the Urban Decay Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West palette. Um, and that's the thing. That's the thing that's happened. So we'll test it out. And we'll let you know how we get on with that. Um, another brand that has a new collection launching right now is Marc Jacobs. Now, this is a weird one because Marc Jacobs was such a buzzy launch. And I remember when it came out because I was a huge Marc Jacobs fan. I'm a huge Marc Jacobs fan. Was so excited. And then, you know, it's just not a brand I think about. Even though the highliner eye pencils are just among some of the best on the market, I really do not think about Marc Jacobs as a brand ever. And I don't think there's anything they do that's bad, but they don't do anything that thrills me either. So I'm curious to see where they're going with this new cafe collection that has launched, which includes extra shot caffeine concealer and foundation. Uh, there is also a three powder palette that has a blush, a highlighter, and a bronzer in it, and three limited edition shades of the, um, the highliner eye pencils, uh, and they're matte gel eye crayons, highliners, and there is coffee emerald and currant. There are coffee emerald and currant, please, my grammar, appalling today. Um, the palette, the three shade palette, feels quite Tom Fordy to me. Um, the the colours are really pretty, it's, it's uh, pink, mostly pinks, uh, there's two two options so that there's like a deeper pink and a more apricotty pink and then two bronzer options and two highlighter options uh, and it's really pretty and it's in one of the large format palettes that they do and it's this very pretty swirly marbled cafe au lait that stirring your coffee in a cafe in Paris which none of us are doing because <laughs> lockdown um so it's sexy and nice I like it um the concealer and the foundation, I'm surprised. I, I was surprised to see them go with a base launch. I really thought they would just keep pushing colored products. But here we are. Uh, obviously, if you can believe it, there's caffeine in there. Uh, <laughs> it's caffeine infused, it's creamy full coverage, long wear, crease resistant, natural looking. Uh, I mean, I haven't tried it yet, so we shall see. Uh, there are 30 shades, which is pretty good. 
so we like that and um curious curious about it mark jacobs not mad at you for doing this just surprised what do you think about mark jacobs please do let us know um you can hit us up on instagram at full coverage pod uh on the facebook group facebook.com forward slash full coverage click that top pin post join the beauty banter group i want to know how everyone feels about mark jacobs as a beauty brand because it just sort of seems to fly under the radar when it ought to be you know bigger more exciting i don't know I don't know. I want to know what you think. Uh, and then one more thing I wanted to mention in new, new news today because we had a lot of questions about this and I am personally very excited about this. And it is the next product launch from uh, Vive Cosmetics, um, which everyone I'm sure listening knows came out at the end of last year with the, one of the palettes of the year. Everyone went absolutely bonkers crazy and they should because it's incredible. Um, and this is a creamy, creamy blush. Oh, it just looks very beautiful. These are £23 each. Um, is the UK pricing we've been given. There are six shades and um, they're inspired by sun-soaked evenings and Jamie's love of Italy. So you can go to cafes uh, in Paris with Marc Jacobs for your foundation and your concealer and then hop over to Italy with Jamie um, for a blush which is nice um, but these really do look beautiful and I am a big blush girl big big blush there's five shades Pesca a toasted orange cherub a delicate rose sorbet a warm fuzzy peach piazza a molten bronze and Malbec a rich burgundy I would probably use the cherub but I could go for a Malbec right now I won't lie to you lads it's been it's been a rough week and it's Tuesday um so I could go for a Malbec and a blush, but I'm excited. They look really beautiful and the quality of um, Vive's products are impeccable. So very excited. Moving on to our interview today. Um, as I mentioned, I keep doing this thing where I say I'm not going to do the introduction and then I promptly do the introduction. So I've already explained to you that Jenna Lyons is a huge style icon to me. And even if you don't realise who she is or what she's done in the past necessarily by name she is almost certainly a huge style icon to you as well this is very much a devil wears prada situation where we are all andy in the office and like i don't know my sweater is blue and then meryl schools us tears us apart to explain to us how exactly that blue sweater came to be upon our body and jenna lyons is basically responsible for a good chunk of what we all wear right now because her style and her influence on the fashion industry was just huge. You know, Jenna was really responsible for bringing in that sequence daytime look and um, mixing up your denim with your sparkles and, and feathers and, and just really mixing that high-low approach to what is day dress and what is evening dress. Uh, she also, I'm going to say this, and I have nothing but love to my fellow fellow Doncastrian, Tan France, nothing but love, Tan. The person who took, taught me a French tuck was Jenna Lyons. Uh, and the person who taught me how to fold the cuffs of my sleeves, Jenna Lyons. Um, and, and really, it is just a vibe. There's her style and her vibe, and I fully encourage you to go check it out. And I encourage you to check out her show, Stylish. Uh, if it is available where you are, which is a reality show on HBO, which we talk a little bit about in the interview. Um, I encourage you to seek it out and to seek her out and to really look at the impact that she had on fashion uh, for just the longest time and that she continues to have. And I, I think she's such a wonderful influence on the industry and on my style, not my style, uh, such as it is, uh, and on all of us. I mean, and also 
it is a bonus that I am recording this part after I spoke to her and I am just fully in love with her at this point. She is just one of the warmest, most generous, kindest and hilarious humans I have spoken to. Uh, we recorded this chat quite late in the day on a Friday. God bless her. And um, I did put her on the spot and say, tell me about all your favourite products and tell me she did. So we will start off by talking a little bit about her place in the industry. We'll talk about Love Scene, her eyelash brand. And then we get into uh, Jenna's favourite products, which is really when just the joy, <laughs> the joy kicks in. And I apologise for anyone that gets a little confused. We do have a live podcast demonstration of the Gillian Dempsey facial massager. Um, that's what you're hearing when you start to hear vibrators in the background. Um, in case anyone's confused, that's what it's going to be. So that's up now. Then I'm going to talk to you about the eyelashes themselves after that. But first... You know it's an ad break. It's an ad break. I know. They make me do these things. It's fine. Uh, ad break now. Jenna chat straight after that. Then love seeing eyelashes. Then <gasps> highlight of the week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for being here at Full Coverage. And um, before we go any further, for the like three listeners who might not know much about you, because I don't think it's very many, but we're obliged to do this by podcast law. Uh, could you please tell those three people a little bit about yourself? Oh, gosh. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. That was such a nice introduction. I'm flattered and happy that you even know who I am, my God. Um, uh, well, I was the president and creative director of um, J. Crew Group, which was J. Crew Madewell and Factory for years. I was the, I was the company for 27 years. Um, I held that role for the past, I don't know, the last, I don't know, 10, I guess. I don't actually even remember at this point. Uh, I left three and a half years ago and um, wasn't really sure what I was going to do. And I ended up doing a myriad of things. I launched a beauty brand, which is a line of false eyelashes called Love Scene. Uh, as well as a television show called Stylish with Jenna Lyons. Um, I'm also working on a few other projects uh, with Rockefeller Center and a hotel. Just a couple of things. Just, just, just keep a busy. little bit busy. <laughs> <laughs> just keep you off the streets. That's what's important. Yeah. Right, um, right. So we'll start with Stylish, actually. I just wanted to ask a couple of questions about that because uh, I have enjoyed the show myself. I'm a former New Yorker and I miss it horribly. Uh, and the show was a real just big New York hug. And I just wanted to ask a little bit about your experience making the show, because the one thing that really stood out to me is that it's a really kind show and there aren't very many kind reality shows. 
I mean, I think, thank you. Um, you know, we that was really the goal was to create a show that was reality, but didn't actually have all of the tropes of being kind of snippy and, and really taking someone down. And I think, you know, I also feel like, you know, somehow over the course of, you know, my experience in this field, fashion has gotten a reputation for being really snarky and snippy. And it's not all like that. Like, I just don't know how that happened over time, but it's just it's not the case. And um, I really wanted to show like the part of the fashion industry or the part of the industry in terms of creative industry that I love, which is like nurturing people and, and shi shining a light on people who've done really great things and also giving them guidance of saying like, wow, you did this. I'm impressed that you did it. I don't know if it totally worked, but I'm glad you tried. Let's try something else. Or I don't think it's going to work for this, but it's a really great effort. And I think learning how to like actually share feedback with people in a way that isn't just like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> We've all watched too much Top Model. I think that's the problem. I do love that show. <laughs> I mean, we, me and my friends used to have a um, Top Model Fantasy League when I lived in New York and we would play it like American fantasy football. Like we I would get points that. for certain things that happened that. every episode. It was a magical time. <laughs> if we did that with your show, we would have to give points for when you gave constructive feedback and people received it <laughs> graciously. I kept waiting for someone to flip out, but they would be like, thank you for that feedback. It's so important to me. I thought everyone, like, I was like, God, everyone's really had a lot of therapy. Like at one point, one woman's <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to take that on board and I hear you. And, you know, part of the feedback of, of that message is also, I don't know if I agree with you, but I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, mean, I'm from Yorkshire. I don't, I don't take feedback at all. So <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, okay, Lindsay. Okay, noted, noted. <laughs> Yeah, if we could just be very kind. Which all you're doing, you are doing such a good job. Thank you. Positive reinforcement all the way. Positive reinforcement, great. So moving on to Love Scene, because that's really what you're here to talk about. That's very much what we're excited about. Eyelashes. Eyelashes. Tell us how you came to be from teaching me how to fold a cuff to <laughs> eyelashes. This seems like an interesting uh, redirection. Well, no one else can see this, but you can. I don't have any eyelashes. I can see that. They're, they're none of them, right? They're pretty, they're yep, just non-existent. Nice. Um, I have a genetic disorder. And so like, I don't have any eyelashes. And one of the things that um, is pretty common is like when, you, when you're when you not so happy in something in yourself, you notice it in others. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm hyper aware of them. And I remember being in my office at J.Crew and um, all the women were coming in with eyelash extensions. And I was like, huh, that's kind of amazing. And some of them like would arrive like four months before like literally the eyelashes would walk in the door and then the person would arrive I was like, damn <laughs> yeah. those things are big and then on the second part of that I was watching all of those tutorials on Instagram and YouTube and like Huda Beauty which I'm obsessed with and you know contouring and highlighter and like seven layers of eyeshadow later and then at the very end the eyelash would go on and I thought it was really interesting that two really opposite ends of the spectrum people who wanted really natural clean makeup like the J. Crew girls and these women on Huda Beauty were both like paying attention to their eyelashes and trying to make them more dramatic and longer. But it, there was really nothing in between. Like I couldn't wear the Huda Beauty ones. They were so big and I couldn't do eyelash extensions because I didn't have any eyelashes. So there's really nothing to extend. So I just started to really pay attention to the space. And when I did, I realized that maybe there was something in there. And I started talking to um, someone who, you know, was had some money and some cash and we talked about it and we been basically ended up going into business together and um it's been amazing i mean never in a million years did i think i would start an eyelash business but here i am love scene one of the things i noticed about the range that you have launched though out now so people can go check them out all of the links will be in the show notes um but i thought it was really interesting we talk a lot about eyelashes on the show we have interviewed people from other eyelash brands um 
and it is like you say it's very much there's a focus on the bigger fuller there's there's a big bitch lash trend um but what yeah. i thought was really fascinating about love scene is you don't just have different volumes and lengths of your lashes you have different shades of your lashes and you've addressed different eye concerns so one of my biggest eye concerns is i have hooded eyelids so false lashes for me are, are really problematic but you address that how did you get to that place i mean interestingly at the it's a good question. Thank you. And I'm happy you noticed that. Um, you know, when we did it, we set out to, like, we looked at the industry at large and, and alongside of the fact that people most were mostly offered really big ones as the bitch slash, as you call it. Also, they were, they, the looks, like everything looked similar. Like all the makeup looked similar. It was really over the top and glam and very, very, like tons of makeup. And I was like, wow, I don't think everybody wants can wear that much makeup or even knows how to put it on. Like literally, I have no fucking clue what to do with a contour <laughs> stick. Like, just don't know. Um, you know, and so we brought in 21 different women. So they were ages 17, men and women actually, 17 to like 72. And we basically built the lashes on them because I don't know how to do anything other than having a fitting because it's sort of what I did in my old world where like you just put it on someone and you'd ask the model like, how do you feel? Does it look good on you? Do you like the way you look? You know, because you can look at you can look at someone and decide that you like the way to look, but so much of it is how you feel and whether you look feel like you look good. And so, through that process, we realized that like when we put on the one like started to like cut apart little black lashes, we were putting them on women with really fair skin. They were like, it's just too dark. I I don't I look too heavy. And so we ended up going for a lighter color. So we made brown ones. And then the same thing when we were looking at you know some women who had hooded eyelids, particularly women who have, and it's not just women who are Asian. That's very that's a myth hooded eyes can happen on anyone as you know mm -hmm. um they needed the mm -hmm. lashes to grade it and get shorter more quickly they couldn't take the length towards the inner part of their lash because it hit the top of their lid and that didn't feel comfortable and so like it was really just through a process of like saying talk to us tell us how you feel do you like the way you look and they're them going oh i wish i didn't it didn't hear or i feel it here or can you oh i want a little more length here and then we just would like cut up a lash and glue it on and be like, what do you think of that? And then we carefully took them off after we built them on their face and then, you know, made a little copy of it and a proper drawing and sent it to the factory and then kept kept doing it until we got it right. And we brought some of those women back, some new women and really like, and men, and really like got it to the point where we felt like we were really representing a wider range of people, something that really looked like what people wanted to look like. Imagine, <laughs> like imagine starting from a place where you are solving a problem. Well, that's where, I mean, I think most, that's most where most businesses start. It's also like finding white space. I feel like in beauty, we don't always do that. I think there is um, a sense in the beauty industry and I do think it's changing, but I think it's very much been an industry where people have been told what they want and not asked what they want. And oh, you have been given things but not asked whether or not that thing works for you. It's just like, you're gonna put highlighter on the end of your nose this season, cause that's what everyone's doing. And everyone just does it cause they think that's the thing they're supposed to do. Um, so I think it's really lovely to see a change coming around where people are actually trying to find out what people want to feel better instead of telling them this is how they should be. It is, I mean, it's interesting. I think it's just learning, working with clothing for so long, you know, I, it is really important that the person feels good and it's so much a part. I mean, and you know, when you feel confident and you feel beautiful and that can be a shirt, that could be your eyelashes, that could be your lipstick color. Like there, there's all kinds of things that can factor into that. It can really, it gets inside, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's not just an outside thing. It like really makes you feel better. I mean, the number of people or letters that I used to get from people saying like, I 
got a compliment. I'm, this one woman was like, I was giving a talk around about cancer research that I had recently done. And I walked up to the podium and three different people complimented me on my the outfit that I had gotten at J. Crew, And it gave me like such a huge boost right before I got up on the podium to talk about stem cell research or sort of, you know, whatever it was that she was going through. Cause Lord knows I have no idea. And like, that is powerful. Like that's like what you make clothes for. You make clothes cause you want to make people feel good. You want to, you want them to feel beautiful and courageous and like, and, and so I think that's, what's amazing about this kind of thing is like, you can actually, you can make someone feel good. Like you can make someone feel beautiful and you're, you know, it really does give you a pop, particularly now that everyone lives on zoom. I mean, it's like, you can see that I have nothing when I wear them. It's like my eyes look so different. I love it. And I can just do a tiny little bit of light powder and a light brown lash. And it's a massive difference for me, but it's not overwhelming. And I can just wear no other makeup and that's like, that's great is there anything else we should expect to see from love scene are you looking to extend or are you staying where you are right now well i mean i think we've we've had some really one of the things that came to light as we were building the brand was that it's you know it's not that easy for people to get them on people are intimidated by them i I had a hard time and so we created a tool um that is um we basically took a tweezer and an eyelash curler and we like put them in a dark room and then like turned on very white (laughs) we're like have a moment and we create a tool that looks like the combination of a tweezer and eyelash tool so it allows you to go in from the front um and then put the lash on and it really does help and then kind of clump them clamp them together it actually is super super helpful in getting them on especially like i don't know if you noticed but if you've ever done this like with an, a tweezer you have to go in from one side of your face and then you have to cross your arm over your body and put it on the other side of your face and yeah. inevitably you're a little off kilter just because you're crossing over that way so this really helps just coming in from the front so that's been really exciting we've launched that recently it sold out in two seconds so we had to order more we just got them back in so um, i'm very excited about that and then we also um have some um beautiful little carrying cases boxes that we developed that those are out and mixed and then we're also in the process of developing singles which we've been getting a lot of requests for but our singles are not like with the singles that look like out there in the market we've really been playing with um a different way to approach them so that there are there there's variation in singles so that you're not getting just clumps of all the same things so though those have not launched we are working on them currently and you know i don't know maybe we'll do other stuff i don't you know honestly like i'm so happy that like the, I just want everyone to get vaccinated and the world to come back so that people <laughs> oh, have yes, places please. to go and parties and weddings and dates and all of that stuff. Yeah, this is a pro-vaccination podcast, so <laughs> no concerns right there. Honestly, front of the line. I'm going to do the age prosthetics and drive up to Dodger Stadium and just see if they'll do it. Like, honestly, I want it so bad. It's it's not even. It's not <laughs> it's even. Like, please, same. Dodger Stadium. I know, Dodger Stadium, super site for vaccination. I grew up going to Dodger it's Stadium. Wild. Oh, it's like my favorite place in LA. It just feels like the heart of LA oh, really? to me. I love it so much. Really? Yeah. Do you like baseball? No. <laughs> like, not <laughs> even a little bit. Um, no, my husband really loves uh, baseball. And one of our first dates, he took me to Dodgers Stadium. And I'd been to a bunch of... Wait, your husband took you... Your first date was <laughs> not to a first sports date, event that you don't like? One of our first dates. One of our first dates. Um, okay. It was one of those things where a friend had good seats which I've now learned living in America, that's that's a big thing. If someone says, oh, my friend has good seats for X, like, you're gonna yeah, go. Yeah, you go. Yeah, no, it, it, made, it makes it more, it, you do feel special. Yes. I never forget the first time I got tickets to go sit courtside. I was friends with an artist and one of the, one of the um, uh, players had bought his painting. And so he'd given him courtside tickets. And I remember sitting on the courtside of a basketball game and I was like, this is the most 
insanely <laughs> sexual thing I have ever been through. Like you could hear them grunting and you could see the sweat on their bodies and their sneakers on the court. And I was just like, oh, I love this. And like, there's no reason I, I can't even watch it on TV. I'm like, this isn't basketball. The only way to see basketball is Mine was, was less sexual, but it was, uh, they would just bring me drinks. And okay, that's great I will too. say, like, yeah, it was it was spiritual, if not sexual, and it has been hard going back since because now we go, we have okay seats, but I'm like, you want me to pay thirteen dollars for a beer and I have to go get it myself? What what is this? No, what is this? How what is? This I was sold this no. very false bill of goods by totally, my husband in those totally. early days, but but I do love baseball stadiums. I I do feel like. You're just part of something which feels really special and beautiful. Yes. No, there's there's no... Fit. Yeah, the women in LA, they turn out for a baseball game too. Like, No way, really? Your lashes are going to see some business in Dodgers <gasps> Stadium because you will get a lot of ladies who will full beat for the baseball. Really? A full beat for a football? I mean, like, please. Like, yes, honestly, I cannot wait. Like, I literally go and visit my shoes and my clothes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm coming back. I swear. You have not been put up for adoption. I like, they're like crying over there. Like, where, when am I coming? It's like sad. They're like feathers and oh, sequins oh, and oh, high heels and the entire Christmas week I I tried to dress up somewhat <gasps> and my husband was so confused. So confused. <laughs> I'm like, no, I owned this. I owned this. Do you remember this? Look <laughs> Did at you it. think you were shopping? Oh, but it was it was just like a really special time. And then inevitably I'd be in sweatpants within twenty minutes. But I made the effort for the clothes. Hey, listen. listen, A for effort. I'm so into just like even trying. I mean we I I got literally I got dressed up to go like I got like well we were having Christmas morning and then I put on lipstick which I did today which I just for you and uh, I and I had to then go and run out to the grocery store and I put my mask on and then when I took my mask off I looked over and Luca who's my niece looks over at me she goes oh what's going on there and it literally was like all like a halo all around my mouth and oh. on my teeth and I was like mm, this is disgusting <laughs> like, I want to say we could make it a trend but but maybe not. Maybe no, maybe no, not. definitely not. Oh God, people in LA, people like coordinate their masks. Everyone was very coordinated in LA. There was yeah. like a real thing that people can be on the beach. I was walking on the beach every day, and because I went there for Christmas, mm-hmm. I was pretty blown away by just how many people were out with with matching accoutrement. There's a whole thing. I have a lot of friends who've gone with the beaded uh, and bedazzled masks. That's that's a real thing. I have not crossed over. No, and I love a bedazzled moment. Like I love a sequin Same. and some glitter more than anyone else. But but like, I don't think the mask is the place. Well, and my thing is, I don't want to feel any ounce of guilt the day that I can actually throw them away. Like I don't want to <laughs> yeah. spend money on them. I don't want to feel connected to them. I like literally the day that I can actually toss them in the wastebasket. I like cannot wait, and I'm, I don't want to have any like, oh, you were my favorite. Oh, you were a hundred dollars. I don't give a <laughs> shit. You are going in the trash. Yeah, it could be like a Viking ceremonial burning situation. Exactly. They just need to go. We need to be able to. Totally. This was great. We appreciate your service. Right. May you go with grace. Yeah. (laughs) Just no, fuck off. Rest in peace. (laughs) Um, I want to ask you about your beauty habits in general, because you mentioned this lipstick a bunch of times and it's a really nice lipstick. Um, So I do want to know what that lipstick is, but... I want to know about your beauty background. Have you were you a beauty girl? Were you growing up a beauty girl? Have you ever been a beauty girl? I mean, I think I think that a beauty girl the way that current trend or current day beauty girl would be considered no. I mean, I was the girl who like would look at Vogue and like Natasha like Natasha Kinski on the cover, Isabella Rossellini and I would sit in front of my vanity and try to recreate those looks, but I was 
you know, there were no YouTube videos to show me how to do anything. There was, I had only had access to like drugstore cosmetics. I couldn't afford the stuff in the, in the department stores and I didn't actually know what to buy. And like, I loved it. I poured over it. I wanted it. I like went for makeovers when they would, you know, when they would have those specials and I would walk in and I'd sit down and I'd be like 14 and the women were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, Literally, I'm like, I have babysitting money. Really, I'm going to buy something. You know, when I buy like one lip liner or something like that. Like, I loved it. I was obsessed. I always have been obsessed, but I've never been. It's not about a lot. It's more like, how do you, what do you, like, how do you actually, I just love the process. I love, it's the same thing with like clothes. Like, I love fashion shows. I love the me- the music, the hair, the makeup. The, I love the drama of it. I love the transformational part. I love, like, I appreciate it so much, but I'm not like doing beauty tutorials because like no one would watch them. I think it's a love of the, uh, like you said, the love of the process, the love of what beauty can stand for more than like, like obviously no yeah. one's ever going to watch me do my makeup because I mean, they shouldn't, they just shouldn't. If they are, it's weird. You and I can watch each other. Like I, I, no one's. Yeah. You would just watch me smudging the eyeliner in until it looks like I did it on purpose because I messed it the up. The things I do. Oh my God, you would die. I mean, literally, I, you know, what's so funny. Okay. I have to tell you this because I used to do this and then I saw a model do this, well, a, a makeup artist and would do it with a model. And I was like, I do that. <laughs> I used to do this thing where I would kind of put on my eyeliner really messily and like a little bit heavy and then take a really delicately dipped um, pot pad in like makeup remover and then just gently take it off. Cause I always liked the way my makeup looked at the end of the night or like the morning after it was like a little bit smudgy. And then I saw this makeup artist do that. And I was like, I started that. And there you were like, ahead of the curve. I was way ahead of the curve. I was doing that when I was like 18. I mean, I probably, I probably just looked like I was a walk of shame, but still, yeah. I don't care. I do look back on photos when I thought I looked great. And I'm like, well, would you look at that? <gasps> oh. <laughs> would you look at what you went out like? Oh my God. I mean, mostly just like ill-advised lip colors, like way too brown and dark, like mm-hmm. d- d- darker lip liner, like had a phase in my life. And like, man, that should never have happened. Like really the ills of the past are like that. Also like doing the cat eye, like, but not, really doing the cat eye like you kind of got to go in like you just got to go I would kind of like do like a line within like a tiny little wing and it sort of just looked like I missed like I didn't really know what I was doing I also had no like I didn't know how to draw in my eyebrows because I don't really have any eyebrows and so like I've um, lots of like drawing them in like and I have brown hair so I'm like I should use a brown eyebrow pencil Mm-mm-mm. I need to use a gray eyebrow pencil because brown looks cuckoo on me like and just like random things or like drawing my lips way too big or or the biggest ill thinking that like shimmery shit works on me it does not i am not jennifer lopez like what the <laughs> hell did you see her the other night on the inauguration yes. and she yes, I did. Her, she's she's basically my age and she looks <gasps> it's quite upsetting it's terrifying it's so upsetting i i literally I almost had a heart attack like when i looked at her she's the most like her and Chrissy Teigen kill me they both of the two of them are just so beautiful and but it's that skin it's that skin I don't have that skin I have got like like this like I don't know if anyone has that skin I think that skin has to be attained uh without casting aspersions on what anyone's doing uh because obviously like there's genes there's genetics at play there's but genet- I mean I think genetics play. but there's also something else you with know? JLo I'm gonna say I because I just I mean she's always looked that i mean yep. that it, oh the ponytail helps the ponytail's gonna you don't need botox if you've got that ponytail oh my god 
tight as I mean, I literally like I'm sure I'm losing brain cells because of it, but I don't care. I do it as tight as I possibly can. You don't need all of them. We don't use a whole brain. No, anyway, I listen at so... my age. I don't need them all. Listen, I'll, no. I'll, if I forget, I'll just ask somebody. It's okay. It's entirely fair. I, I have tried some of <laughs> JLo's skincare line um, and it's it's hard on the shimmer. It's gone hard. And again, like, yeah, it's shimmer. I love shimmer. I'm obsessed with shimmer. I love highlight. It doesn't love me as much as I doesn't love, love me it. either. It doesn't love me either. I have to accept it too. And particularly, I had some, I had a really bad, you know, particularly in the late 80s, some really bad moments with on, shimmer on the lips, which just... I, we all wanted that frosted lip moment and we all we all should have got together and just so, agreed. Like, yeah, we needed we need there needed to be an intervention. It was just never a good look. Not never a good look. No. It's it's not no. it's not it's not a good just one. No. As opposed just to the no. lipstick you're wearing now, which before I forget, I am gonna ask. What what is it? Tell us what it is. It's gorgeous. It's NARS red square. There you go. Super flattering. Go. Gorgeous Thank red. You. Thank no, you. Love it. Are there any other products that you just have to have? That, or that, uh, even products that are like your safety products, like you're in a rush. Oh, yeah. You need to know that you have this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have like, I mean, I actually have quite a few of them. I mean, I like, I will not like, I will not do a single thing. Well, without a, um, like a, a what do you call it? An exfoliant. Mm -hmm. Like I, and I didn't do it today. I'm like, I'm feeling a little bit not like, thank God this isn't visually recorded, but, um, an exfoliant is like my favorite thing. There's a one called art from Arcona that I actually absolutely love. I'm obsessed with face oil. So there's two that I love. There's um, one from Wonder Valley, another one from Vetiver and another one that was called Vetiver. And then I also really love, um, there's this Augustine Bader stuff that is amazing. Oh, and I just got this new body oil from Mother, M-U-T-T-H-A. Oh yes, have, Mother uh, is fantastic. Really great stuff. I love it. Mm -hmm. This is my other favorite body oil, but now I can't see what it's called. Our face oil. This stuff is great. The smell is amazing and it doesn't make me break out because some of them do make me break out. It's called Vetiver Face Oil and it is by, it's handmade in Austin, Texas. And it doesn't even like, it's all it says. It smells so good. I, I love this stuff. Um, the Wonder Valley stuff is great. Oh God, that smells good. Um, okay, this is my other obsession. Have you ever seen this stuff before? This is called, oh wait, I'm showing it to you like anybody has any idea what I'm showing. Creme Mask Vernis, like literally the most expensive, look at that, most, this is very interesting. Most expensive thing in my, in my thing, I literally, I will never get on a plane, a train, a bus, an automobile without this in my presence, ever. It's, I'm obsessed. I just got this. And I wouldn't have said last week that this was a necessary thing for me to have, but I did an IG Live with Romy Soleimani and she told me about this. First of all, I want you to know that this little vibrator is actually a vibrator. <laughs> yes, expertly uh, demonstrated there by yourself. I'm really sorry that no one can see this, but let me tell you. It feels as good as it sounds. It's so good. Have you used one of these things? Is it the Jillian Dempsey? Yeah. Yes. Meanwhile, she's yeah. married to that totally hot dude. And now she has a great, he's so cute, right? Doesn't seem entirely fair that you should be able right? to look incredible, no. have fantastic products that actually are beloved and uh, productive and actually work. And you get to be married to Patrick Dempsey. Right. Like the lottery, man. Right. All right, yeah. Jillian, fine, fine. I mean, let, let me tell you, my closet is full. Oh, and I love the Necessaire Body Serum. Have you tried that? Yes, that's a lovely line. So good. And the Glossier Soap Oil. Oh, I haven't have tried, tried that, that yet. Mm -hmm. I have uh, seen it. I it's know from it's Body Hero. Well, it's, it's Glossier Body Hero, but no, it's a soap oil. Interesting. Does not dry your body up. Kind of amazing. Which we all need right now. It's drying no, time. No, I know. It's drying time.
I love my, I also have another favorite thing. Oh, have you tried the Lalabo coffee body scrub? Ooh, no. It's made with coffee coffee grounds. Okay. I'm obsessed with coffee in general. Mm -hmm. And now I get to smell like it. I'm obsessed with that. I'm giving you way more things than you asked for, but there's no such thing on this podcast. I love, I think this is working. What do you think? I I mean, firstly, it's a beautiful. I really wish we were recording this visually for everyone because I've never seen you look better. Um, oh, that, but, <laughs> but I think the thing with um, tools, things like the Gillian Dempsey face facial massager and the new face massager, I think things like that really work when you use them consistently. And I genuinely do. I think if someone picks something up, like a yeah. rose quartz roller and says, oh, this is going to change my face and rubs their face with it once and it doesn't. And then they're disappointed. And then they're like, what is you, you're going to be disappointed. But if you use it consistently as it says to do it, facial massage is always a good idea. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm like super, look at me. I'm, now I'm, I've, put, I've got oil on. This is you're happening. just having a great time now. Um, so one more question um, that was actually a question from our listeners and they always love to get advice on this. Um, you are a, a busy woman with many fingers and many pies. Um, and just how would you how would you recommend someone approach starting a business? If someone is out there right now thinking it's the new Don't. year. <laughs> it's the new I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, it's it was honest. Um, <laughs> no, but it's kidding. just like, I think a lot of people look to women who have succeeded in business um, and tried new things and they just want to know what their advice would be. I mean, I think the most, the most important thing I, I, you know, I was a, a, um, a judge on the Vogue Fashion Fund. And one of the things that surprised me was that the one, the people who struggled the most and had the hardest time were the people who hadn't who just jumped right in and hadn't taken the time to sort of learn the industry and like so the number of times i said somebody well who did you work for where did you where did you sort of you know, understand how the process works and there were there were a few people who were like oh, i've never worked in the fashion industry and i'm like okay i think understanding process understanding how, like you know where to spend your money how things get done what the process what the order of things is who those you know how to actually ask the right questions how what kind of questions do you ask you learn those things by interning, by taking a job, a low-level job. Even if you're more senior and you come out of something and you want to go into a whole new thing, try working in that in that industry just for even for six months, just to understand how it works. Figuring it out while you are trying to start a business is not the right time to figure it out. It's it's a waste of money. And the number of times I've seen people who have like just gone out on their own and not had, and it doesn't mean you can't do it. Lots of people do it, but if you ask them what if they you know most often they say they made the most mistakes in the first six months to a year because they were just trying to figure it out and again i I just listened to the podcast about ben and jerry's and the guys were so great but they did so much research and really understood i mean literally they did something so sweet i was dying they list they sat on the corner of the neighborhoods where they wanted to open their first store with a clicker to see where the traffic was the best and i was like that is old school like really doing research so yeah like get like, like, get into it, you know, figure it out. Don't just assume that you know everything. It's okay to like have some like humility and, and, and really get some information before you start. Thank you so much. That was so very helpful. This has been a true delight. This has been a A true delight. Honestly. I'm so happy we got to talk. (laughs) Thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. Bye. Honestly, my girl crush is just, it's pretty shameful at this point, but, uh, 
I wanted to share that with you because I had the most fun recording that I can't even begin to tell you. Um, and yeah, I'd said I would talk to you about my experience with Love Scene Lashes. Uh, Jenna was kind enough to send some over so I could give them a try before we spoke. Because um, I don't, you know, we don't do that on this podcast. We don't talk to people or let people talk about their thing unless we know their thing is good. Because otherwise that would be weird. So I've got a few different pairs that I have played with. Um... And the thing that I think is so different and um, appealing about Love Scene as a brand, firstly, I love the packaging. It's very sophisticated, um, sort of a darkish blue matte craft paper type box with a little um, fabric pull and there's a little plastic window that you can see through so you can see what the lash, exactly what the lash looks like. Uh, I know um, Jenna and the rest of her co-workers and her team are trying to get rid of that last little bit of plastic but it is obviously very helpful to be able to see what you're working with. Um, but the thing that I think is groundbreaking about it, and we talked about this a little bit just in the episode, is the, the options. It's the options available. So the fact that you can get a brown lash, the fact that you can get these gorgeous little half lashes, the fact that these products were put together, these eyelashes were built in the same way you would build an outfit or an item of clothing if you're a fashion designer you know you would have your dummy or your model and you would literally pin the fabric to the model until you have built the item from the ground up and the fact that that's how they made these lashes to address concerns and to make them inclusive and to make them available to everyone and make some make make sure that there is an option for every person I think is just genuinely so lovely and I think the best art comes from the best intentions and I know this is eyelashes and you might not call that art but I'm calling it art because they're gorgeous um, and to have something from like the Luca lash uh, here which is the I have the brown black Luca which is just a very pretty easy to wear daytime lash or well, anytime but like just a very simple easy lash all the way up to like Axel which I've got in black and it's full and bold and dramatic um, she really has thought of everything for everyone and presented it in such a beautiful way that I applaud it and at a time when in my head I was like well is the lash space getting really crowded do we need this many lash options having just spoken to Anne McFerrin of Glamnetic and knowing obviously about all the other lash brands um I was kind of like well is this just a fancy lash brand that's not that's just out there like you know is this oh we're just going to charge more money for fancy lashes no not in the slightest. Firstly, it's not more money than other lashes. Uh, secondly, it's really beautiful and it fulfills a need and um, it presents an option to people who might not have had it alternatively. And I think that is a truly wonderful thing. And uh, Jenna continues to be an inspiration to me. And also now we might be best friends. So there's that. I mean, we haven't been in touch since the interview, but that's not the point. That's not the point. Best friends don't need to talk every day that's just not how it works is it they might only want to talk every so often or like once ever but it doesn't mean we're not best friends anyway moving on uh all of the information about love scene and where you can follow jenna will be in the show notes also um i have written out the list of everything she mentioned in her favorite products because some of them went by quite quickly so i will also include that in the show notes this week but now oh yeah you knew it we both know it it's time Sing it with me if you will. One, two, three. Highlight of the week. Went a little bit jazz there. Went a little bit late night jazz for you. Because I'm losing my voice. Because I'm losing my voice. As I say, hell of a week and it's Tuesday. Um, anyway, I could not be more thrilled 
and humbled to talk to you about this week's highlight of the week because last episode I mentioned that I hadn't been able to get hold of anyone at Charlotte Tilbury to talk to me about the Happy Kiss lip balms. Turns out I might have jumped the gun because uh, two people from Charlotte Tilbury were more than happy to talk to me about the Happy Kiss lip balms and sent us a bunch to try and um, I have to say oh they're really really good my suspicions were confirmed they are just like exceptionally beautiful products i am loving slathering them on um they are a product of joy there are some products that you wear because they are functional there are some products you wear because they work because they do the thing you need them to do and they don't especially give you any particular joy beyond the fact that they are executing their purpose and that's enough. There are some products that you just want to apply and look at yourself and go, oh, I'm so pretty. And um, Happy Kiss, Happy Kiss is one of those products. So I have fallen head over heels in love with the Crystal Shade, which is a light-ish pink. It's very much a my lips but better shade for me. But there are a lot of options. There are a lot of shades. So um, if Happy Kiss isn't, if Crystal Happy Kiss isn't the one for you, uh, there are many, many, many other shades that you can try. I am entirely confident that everyone will find a shade that they like um they are balmy they are delicious they melt they just feel gorgeous and they look so pretty there is a decent whack of pigment in them they are not just like sheer balms there there really are, is some meat to the bones of these beauties that's a terrible analogy because they're just like silk um but they really really are lovely and i am so happy and i have been wearing crystal obsessively since it arrived um to the point where Jeff even noticed. And he's like, oh, that's that's a nice lipstick. Like, it's not lipstick, it's happy kiss. But, you know, he didn't need to know that. Um, but it really is gorgeous. Word of warning uh, that I do want to mention is the application system. Because of the texture of it, because it is so... It's, it's really melting. That's the only way I can explain it. When you apply it to your lips, it just melts onto your lips and it's absolutely gorgeous. Because of that, it doesn't have a wind up, wind down function. It has like a click up. So you don't want to over click it because it won't go back down. Uh, and that I think is the most important thing to note because you have to click it up a few times to get it high enough over the rim to apply it the first time. And what you don't want to do is over click because then it'll smush all over your face. And that's not a good look unless that's the look you're going for, in which case more power to you, get it all over your chops uh, and enjoy it. I'm gonna say it's not ideal for under a mask because it is smooshy and glossy and gorgeous. But when you take that mask off and you get home and you look at yourself in the mirror, you know what you deserve? You deserve a happy kiss. You deserve to see that and you deserve the joy that is applying it. Um, but yeah, massive, massive love of Crystal. And I already know this is going to be uh, a, a huge win for me. And this is going to be in my future. And my Dior Lip Glow keeps looking at it across the room and going like, I see you, Crystal Happy Kiss. I see you. And you know what? She's right to be worried. Uh, she's right to be worried. So... We'll see in 10 years uh, if it has, in fact, usurped Dior Lip Glow. It has for now, um, but it does, it does have 10 years uh, ahead of it to see if it can fully replace it. Uh, anyway, that's my highlight of the week, Charlotte Tilbury Happy Kiss, uh, particularly in crystal for me, but there's lots of shades, so check them all out. Next episode, you guys, you guys, next episode is our 100th episode which is crazy, difficult on eyes, and I have been debating how best to celebrate what we're going to talk about, um, but we will be doing something, we're really excited about it, uh, it feels crazy, I can't believe it, we've been doing this for four years and a hundred episodes, what? 
so we will be celebrating with you in that next episode hopefully with a special guest we shall find out and yeah thank you so much for all of your support thank you to our supporters on le patreon you can find us on patreon patreon le patreon 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 uh patreon.com full coverage podcast if you would like to support the pod we would love you forever i mean i always mention those ad breaks but like it, it's it's pennies uh, <laughs> the realities of podcasting um anyway patreon or you can join us on facebook.com forward slash full coverage podcast tap that top pinned post you know you want to and join the full coverage beauty chat group four thousand members 4,000 members can't be wrong uh it's just a wonderful community and everyone's doing challenges and it's just so inspiring and I love it so much so thank you if you remember there also come join us on Instagram at full coverage pod or you can find me at Lindsay Kelk Harry at Harry makes it up we're just out and about doing we're not out we're in and we're in and around <laughs> we're literally the opposite of out and about we're in and around and doing stuff so come join us and um we would love to see you there i hope you're all really 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 well thank you to jenna lyons for um gracing us with her presence and for sharing all of her favorites and thank you to you for listening without you there is no us without us i mean literally nothing nothing would happen but like you know it's still nicer to be here than not uh i'll speak to you again soon for the 100th episode what bye guys imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details